Hey there and welcome. This is Brittany Dixon with Courageous Radiance Podcast, and I am so thankful that you are tuning in and listening today. This is a podcast place where women are encouraged and equipped in God's word, and we're getting anchored in Christ. And, you know, this unshakable hope that we get as his disciple really equips us to get through the every single day and not just to get by, but we thrive. So here in this podcast, we open up God's word and we dive in and we apply it. So I pray that you are encouraged today. I wanted to start off in prayer and then we'll get going. Dear God, thank you so much for this opportunity to read your word, to grow in you, and for you to be glorified. God, may anything that comes out of my mouth point directly to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So in all of the news and the uncertainties and all of the things that goes on right now with the war that is happening in Israel and our prayers and our hearts are broken for the many losses and the persecutions that are going on there. I wanted to read a excerpt from Isaiah chapter 45. The Lord says this to Cyrus, his, his anointed, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and disarm kings, to open doors before him, and even city gates will not be shut. I will go before you and level the uneven places. I will shatter the bronze doors and cut the iron bars in two. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches from secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord. I am the Lord of Israel who calls you by, by your name. I call you by your name for the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen one. I give a name to you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no God but me. I will strengthen you, though you do not know me, so that all so that all may know from the rising of the sun to the setting that there is no one but me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make success and create disaster. I am the Lord who does all these things. Heaven sprinkles from above and let the sky shower righteousness. Let the earth open up so that salvation will sprout and righteousness will spring up with it. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to the one who argues with his maker. One clay pot among one clay pot among many does clay say to the one forming it, what are you making? Or does your work say he has no hands? Woe to the one who says to his father, what are you fathering? Or to his mother, what are you giving birth to? This is what the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and its maker says, ask me what is to happen to my sons and instruct me about the work of my hands. I made the earth and created humans on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens, and I commanded everything in them. 
I have stirred him up in righteousness and I will level all roads for him. He will rebuild my city and set my exiles free for a price or a bribe, says the Lord of armies. And it goes on, but this was Isaiah 45 verses 1 through 13. Lots to read, but I really pray um, that the Holy Spirit just works in your heart today and that that encourages you to be strong and courageous in the Lord of armies, the Lord of hosts, and the maker of heaven and earth. This is Yahweh, Adonai. And even if you don't know the Lord at a depth that allows for trust in what these words are saying, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will begin to open your eyes and that your heart will begin to soften. Your ears will become attuned to to hearing his whispers and that you'll be encouraged in that. And it doesn't change the worries that are very real and the struggles that you may be enduring. It does give a final destination that is a reward for for those who trust the Lord, who are dwelling with him, abiding with him. And that's what we're cultivating is this disciple heart. I was talking to coworkers and it's an opportunity for we who are disciples to be a light because of Jesus in the darkness of our everyday. It doesn't mean that, you know, I was asked the question, so then you're not afraid. And I'm still human. Like we're, we're still human. We're, we're going to feel real fears. If you cut me, I'm going to bleed. But it just means that we have an anchor and that we're going to trust what the Lord says is true above anything else. And this really um, just really took some time with, the, with God. And I actually kind of laughed to myself because we used to tell my, my middle child, Caleb, and, and we, we still honestly even say it now. And he says, Mom, I'm too old for that. But we would say to him, Caleb, when he was really little, Caleb really struggled with lots of anxiety and fear. And, um, you know, he talked really late. He didn't talk until three. And um, lots of speech therapy, lots of therapies over his life. So he, he struggled a lot with 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 feeling nervous and, and very anxious about things. So my husband and I, we coined, um, we didn't coin it, it's Joshua, um, which is what I'm about to read, but but we use the book of Joshua to encourage our son so that in difficult situations, we could say to him and not even need to say the full thing, but we, could, we would say, Caleb, be strong and courageous like, and he would say, Joshua. 
even with his limited language. And, you know, then as he got older, we would read this passage to him and he would understand. And then we could talk about the story of Caleb and Joshua being the only two spies of the 12 that Moses sent out who were strong and courageous because they trusted in the Lord and they believed the Lord regardless of what their eyes were seeing and what real fears they may have had. And because of that, there was a reward. And God um, was was really developing the character of Joshua under the leadership of Moses at that time. And then here in Joshua 1, this is, you know, Moses has, first verse, Joshua 1, 1, after the death of Moses. So now Joshua is going to step up to lead this great mass of, of people, of, of Israelites. And I mean, goodness, that's scary, right? That's daunting. Yet God, God reminded him of who he was to Joshua in the little things and, and even in the, the big things, but it's like this, um, thread of of these continued experiences that you get when you walk with the Lord for long enough. And through those, it's almost like Habakkuk talks about faith to faith. And we go from one situation to the next situation, to the next situation. And in each of those, we're developing, our faith is growing and our faith grows the Bible says, through reading the Word of God. And when we're reading the Word of God and our faith is growing, our um, our trust in Him is cemented. And y'all, in all of this, we're obeying the Lord. So the, the, the verse I wanted to read today, because I really want to pull on this I mean, especially the podcast is called Courageous Radiance, and it's really from Psalm 34. Um, but when I think of being courageous, part of the reason I, I, I named that Courageous Radiance was because I struggle very, and even to this day, this is a, a, a difficult area for me to remain courageous and to trust the Lord and rely on the Lord before myself. And even in myself, there was so many gaps and cavities where I did not believe in myself. So now where I would try to gumption up enough strength within me, now my knee-jerk reaction is to fall on my knees and say, God, help me. I I can't do this. I, I am scared. I do need help. So friend, I really want to even just encourage you in that way. If this season in, in any way is full of one thing, two things, 10 things that you can't see your way out of, starting with God, I don't know how this is going to all thread together, but you do. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to believe you for whatever and my daily bread. So just even beginning with today and being strong and courageous. So in verse seven, Joshua one, verse seven, it says, above all, be strong and very, I love the adverb, very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Now, again, this is God talking to Joshua. So the context of that, do not turn from it to the right or the left so that you will have success wherever you go. 
That's the only verse we're going to really talk about today is just above all, be strong and very courageous. And, and it's, it doesn't say anything of because of your strategy or because of your experience or because of your marketing plan or because of your team that you have that's, that's supporting you or because of your education or the background that you grew up in or the neighborhood or the connections that you have. Those are all things that God does allow and that God does set us up for. But that is not the well that we pull from. That's not the source of our strength. God said nothing here to Joshua, nor fast forwarding to our lives today, that you get your strength, you become more courageous because of something that you can do within you or because of something that someone else can grant you your courageousness, your ability to persevere and and gritty your way through um, trials or fears or or unknowns is because God has given success as that verse as that verse finishes in wherever you go. You know, it's just such this hyper focus on success and prosperity and. Um, God, make my life just super, you know, I want to be happy. And I mean, man, he he cares about the desires of our heart. However, his will trumps anything else. So, and I, I was just thinking that Jesus would have, his marketing plan was not a good one. Like, if you think about it, like, like I always, I wrote down this question why did Jesus fail at New Day Age marketing strategies? And I know that sounds random to say right now, but think about it like this. Jesus wasn't trying to win our affections because of anything that he could have done for us. Like, I'm going to just give you a million lollipops and I'm going to build the yellow brick road to the Emerald City and you're going to have all that you want and all the prosperity and all the greatness. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus instead painted a picture of a cross and in Mark 8. And Jesus instead said that you're going to be opposed. You're going to um, have to assume your life might be is going to be tied to shame, the feelings of shame. So opposition, shame, rejection, and death slash suffering. I mean, that's in Mark 8. And through that, the call is still to be courageous. The call is still to be courageous in him and follow him. So we're denying ourselves and we're going to decide to to endure and to walk through this this valley that feels like a shadow of death and this situation which I have no control of, this marriage that is just overtaking me, this child that I just cannot raise. God, I, I can't do it. This job I have to show up on and I don't have the strength to do it. I'm opposed in every single way. Or this health situation, this battle. I've been to 18 doctors and there's no one that is curing me. Or my financial situation. I think that this is unique to any season and to to so many people. 
And just like back then to however it meets you today, the call, friend, is to be courageous. Actually, very courageous. To be strong and very courageous. So question I have for you is what are you relying on that has not worked? Or it's giving you a false sense of it's working just because maybe it's it may be through your working, your hamster wheel, you have a platform. Maybe you've got the 10,000 plus followers. Maybe you do have the, you know, white picket fence and the family that you've desired and it, every life appears to be going well. But what happens when those core level beliefs are tested when the waves come of life? Is, is everything still merry in the marriage? Is everything still great, you know, on your mountain? And this isn't meant to be um, discouraging, friend, on this podcast, in this podcast, with everything with Courageous Radiance, it is to live radiant lives, being this light, it radiates whether we're in the valley, whether we're in the wilderness, or we're on mountaintops, because that's not the source of our radiance. Our radiance is, this, is because of our courage and our faith in Jesus Christ. So my prayer is for the is for you to be so deeply anchored in God that you can face your your Red Sea and acknowledge it. So not running from it, not stuffing it, not um, lying to yourself, not busying yourself in a whole other direction, a whole other task that, or numbing yourself to it, right? But in acknowledging, I can't do this, God. I need you. And I know I'm jumping, but um, this summer we did, we talked about the blessed life. And the very first prerequisite so to speak, that Jesus talks about in that blessed life is really getting to the end of yourself. It's, it's having a poverty spirit. And that's not financial poverty. That is poverty in you ain't got it. And, that, and it births new life, friend. And I desperately want that for you. I pray very often for you, even, though, even if I don't know your name. And I just pray that your life begins to look so different. Not because I'm wishing your situation changes. That would be wonderful. But what if that doesn't happen? Do you not live a thriving life because that didn't happen? I want you to thrive and to be so, so greatly anchored, even if storms come, even if You've got to be courageous in some difficult stuff that requires some big old boots and some big girl panties. That's what I want for you, friend. So for the next few weeks, we're going to talk about courage. So today we talked about Joshua in this, in this excerpt, and we're going to talk, um, read two more verses next week. But 
take some time, some secret time with God, asking God, God, because maybe you don't even know what you're relying on. Um, I know that he had to pull a lot of carpets from underneath me. (laughs) Um, I was relying on a lot of stuff, but all of it pointed to me. And it's something about getting to the end of you that you can't rely on you anymore. So once he reveals that to you, friend, once you have that acknowledgement of whatever that is, then the next step is we're, we're going to pray that we start developing this heart of surrender. That's the disciple life. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for the foundation that we get to build our life upon, even in the midst of uncertainties, whether that's through the new news report, the um, new shooting that happened, the um, phone call that we got an unfortunate death that's, that we're enduring, whatever the loss is, God, or even in the highs of life, God, if we're, if we're burdened by the anxiety of trying to keep all of the plates in the air, God, may my friend surrender and find so much peace and so much joy there and cultivate this life of courageousness where you get so much glory and she gets so anchored. In Jesus' name, amen.